Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Remember, you can contact me on the podcast Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time with your marriage-related questions at 720-307-7347. If you don't get me, leave a voicemail, and I'll respond back to your voicemail on the next Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. On that note, I have a voicemail from a caller who left me a message about his mother-in-law and how to handle the situation. So I'm going to play it for you, and then I'll respond to it when we're finished listening. Thanks, David, for calling in. I appreciate your voicemail. So there's multiple things here going wrong. What I hear, first, obviously, the first misstep is your mother-in-law not asking if you guys want her to clean the house and then expecting you to pay her for it. So you nailed it on that, definitely. That is out of line. If she wants to clean your house and get paid for it, she needs to sit down with you and your wife and say, hey, while I'm here, while the kids are napping, would you like for me to clean your house for this much money per week so that you guys as the parents and as the boss bosses that you can make an informed choice if you want her to do that or not. So the fact that she's doing that anyway without even asking and then expecting you to pay for it, she's completely out of line. It's one thing if she wants to clean the house to be nice and just to chip in out of goodwill But for her to then expect you to pay for it when she never even asked you if that's what you want her to do and if you feel comfortable paying her for it, she's out of line. So that's the first thing that's glaring to me. And so you are on the right track, David, I would say, with what you're describing and what you're feeling is completely valid. Now, it is a problem when our partner gets defensive of their parent. That does become an issue. And that would lead to my second round of advice to consider. Try to avoid, and this is for all listeners, try to avoid dual relationships in your life. Dual relationships happen when you have two relationships with the same person. So for example, 
let's say your brother and you are in business together or your sister also is your dog groomer or your dad is also the painter for your house. Things like that, it's a dual relationship because you're my family member and I have this other business-related relationship with you. It happens all the time because it's so convenient. Like, oh yeah, I need a house painted, let's call dad. Or, oh yeah, I need a, a tax consultant, let's call, let's call my friend Bob. You know, it's, it's so easy to reach out to those we know, family, friends, for services. But then problems begin. Because if it starts to turn sour, which a lot of times it does, in one of those relationships, it's going to sour the other relationship. So for example, if you hire out your dad who's a painter to paint your house, what if your dad doesn't do a very good job? Or you're unhappy with the product when he's finished, and then you're frustrated, and then your dad gets defensive, and so now it's that relationship has gotten sour, and then that's going to spill over into your personal relationship with your dad. Or let's say you hire out a friend to be your realtor, but you get frustrated with how they are as a realtor and you don't like interacting with them and you feel like they're doing some, some wrong things as a realtor that, that irritate you. So the strain in that relationship is now going to strain your friendship with that person. And so a lot of people downplay this and dismiss this and shrug it off like, oh, it's no problem. You can have a dual relationship. But most of the time, it can end sour because if one of those relationships gets rocky, automatically the other relationship gets rocky as well that you have with that person. So that's the other issue here going on, having your mother-in-law as your caretaker. I would recommend don't have her be your caretaker at all, but instead hire a nanny, hire an independent person that you vet and you get reference checks and you make sure she or he is qualified and you feel comfortable leaving your children with this person, but I would hire it out. Do not use your mother-in-law because it's a slippery slope because now she's your mother-in-law and you're also her employer. And that's why we're having this discussion because there's money involved. And so it's not just, oh, this is my mother-in-law, she's helping us watch the kids and she's chipping in to help the house. You're her employer, she's your employee, in addition to being your mother-in-law. So things just get sticky and complicated and boundaries can get blurred very quickly. So I would recommend sitting down with your wife and try not to come down on your mother-in-law, but I would explain the advantages and the benefits of not using your mother-in-law at all for the caretaker, to keep her out of your house so you are not the employer of your mother-in-law, but instead get a third party, an independent caretaker, a nanny that can come in and fill that role instead that you have no other relationship with except for that person is your nanny. So that's food for thought, David, and hopefully that's food for thought for all the other listeners. Try to avoid dual relationships in your life. Some people might get upset, like what? You went with someone else for your realtor or you went with someone else for your taxes? That's what I do. And if that happens, just explain to them, you know what, I just care about our relationship too much to put it in jeopardy to have a dual relationship. Because it really is out of concern and care for your relationship with that person that you don't enter into a dual relationship. So you're doing it from a good place in your heart. So if someone gets offended or upset or their nose is cut off because they're a family member or a friend and you don't use them for a business service, just try to explain to them, hey, I care about our friendship, our relationship too much 
to put it in jeopardy by entering into a dual relationship with you because a lot of times those relationships can go sour and I don't wanna do anything that could threaten the good relationship that we have. I hope you understand. And if they still get upset, let them. That's their issue, that's their problem. Let them work through that on their own because you don't wanna take that risk because if you give in to that pressure, if they're pressuring you to use them and then it turns sour, you're gonna regret it and you'll probably resent them for even pressuring you to enter in to that dual relationship. So hold firm, have boundaries, say thanks but no thanks, and when it comes to hiring out people in your life for various services, hire independent people that you have no pre-existing relationship with. That come highly recommended. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to click the five stars and leave a review. And remember, one of the best ways to express your appreciation for the podcast is to tell other people about it. Would you do that for me? Try to tell just one person today in your sphere of influence about the podcast, someone that you know could benefit from it like you have. I really appreciate that. For more marriage resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. And remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. But if you neglect it and deprive it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.